Hi, everyone. It's Izzy and Max, and we're back with a brand new episode that's kind of this like one-on-one interview mashup style you'll see really, really soon. And today we're going to be talking about something that is kind of really important in today's world and just kind of has been for a really long time, which is writing. But also we'll get to talk to some accomplished young teen writers who have won a few awards that we'll talk about later and how they avoid things like the drab of writer's block, their inspirations around the world, and what it truly takes to succeed while practicing something that is being relatively phased out in an increasingly digitizing world. But why don't we catch up a little bit before that, Max? I feel like we haven't like had a quick little catch up in a minute. So um, how's everything going with you today? Started our official spring break, which is super duper exciting. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. I don't know about you. Yep. And happy April Fool's Day. I mean, I definitely got pranked. Uh, This morning, Izzy and I were actually sitting in our bio class and there was an article that was actually published in the school newspaper, how ironic, um, that we're talking about writing. Uh, But anyway, pretty much they played a prank that there were like GPA reductions, which would like be really bad for college apps and stuff like that. And also uh, finals are back on because they were canceled earlier this year. And I totally fell for it. And then Izzy was like, Max, it's April Fools. Like I like get to the end and I'm like, Max, it says April Fools. And you know, it was just like I was like laughing and every single like newspaper article was really funny today. And it was like all just one big prank. And even the name of the newspaper like was different. And I was like, that is so unlike like my English teacher or anyone to make a typo. And I was staring at it for like 20 minutes, like on my way to school. And I was just like, what is this? Um, but yeah, it is definitely really interesting to see how you could even prank people through a school newspaper that's definitely a first for me I thought it was worth it though um but also uh I'm really glad to be on break uh my art teacher let me out like an hour early today she was like just just go and so Izzy you know our love for kava I had to just go and just get myself a salad Um, and it was just you know unbelievable so well we're planning on going over a break Absolutely. Um, But we'll discuss that later. Anyway, with that being said, are you kind of ready to get right into today's episode? Get right into it. Oh, God, you took the pun today, but it's totally fine. I did. did, did. Um, Anyway, let's do it. All right, Izzy, do you want to read today's Truth of Today questions? Sure. So like always, we have our three Truth of Today questions. Number one, why is the act of writing important in society and how has it evolved over time? Number two, how do young writers gain inspiration for their literary works? And number three, has the digitalization of today's world contributed to a lesser love of writing among young people? So getting right into the first question, why is the act of writing important in society and how has it evolved over time? Well, I think, you know, you can't really mention writing without mentioning reading. Um, And just this is just speaking from personal experience. 
uh, I had like a really, really, really large love for reading a, a lot, just like a, many of my peers growing up. Like, I think I was talking about this with Izzy when we were coming up with the idea for this episode. And I told her like, I used to read, like, I think three or four books a week when I was like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. Like I just loved to read for some reason. And I was never really like a writer. I mean, I actually kind of have gotten more into it um, over the past few years is I don't really think I really discovered writing until um, I was like, you know, in middle school and stuff like that. And I kind of discovered that I had a knack for it too. Um, especially like just, I don't know about things that uh, kind of revolve around like current society. I mean, of course there's things like poetry, which I also do like, um, but definitely like a lot more like the works today are not as philosophical. And although some people see that as like a bad thing, I actually really enjoy it because I think, you know, the more opinions that you see on like a certain subject, like kind of like the more transparency and like people, you, you, you see more people talking about certain subjects and kind of like reduces the stigma around certain things. And I mean, I wish I could recall an example on top of my head, but just getting more conversations and stuff like that on like, even like Twitter, I think it's just like a really cool th- proponent of writing, if you know what I mean, in today's society. Yeah. I mean, speaking on my personal experience, honestly, I never really was much of an avid reader. I didn't love like those fantasy books that everybody else read. And it was very hard for me to find a book that I actually liked. And usually the ones that I did like were um, more journalistic or memoirs or things like that, um, that spoke on real people and real experiences and documenting those experiences with a lack of a filter and just something that could actually happen and did actually happen to someone always spoke to me. Um, and I was just the kind of person that liked to sort of write my own story. Like I liked, you know, having the liberty to write creative pieces. I always loved when we got like assigned things like that but that doesn't really happen in high school anymore. Um, In high school, all of a sudden you're doing like rhetorical analysis of the Scarlet Letter and you've kind of lost it. But um, I did really like, you know, any creative writing piece, um, which were some of the people that we're interviewing today, both really have written creative pieces that are really notable and really interesting to talk about. And I'm excited to hear a little bit more on how they were inspired to write them and you know overall how do they get their inspiration for something that they pursue so avidly and i don't know like writing overall in society i think you know it's so interesting to me how it's kind of remained a consistent thing over time because like it was the f- after word of mouth it was just the only way we like documented things for a really long time And there was so much power in knowing how to write and people were like felt fortunate to know how to write, even though it's now today, it's like everybody knows how to write. Right. But yeah, no pun intended. But back then it was such a privilege to know how to write and, you know, read and write and just overall be able to document your life and pass things down. And there's so many things that we wouldn't have known if it wasn't for things being written down and recorded and, things like documentation are still super important today and they kind of show up in different forms like social media and, you know, electronic medical files and all this stuff. But um, nonetheless, I feel like writing is super important in 
everyone's everyday life, like beyond writing an essay for college, for high school, whatever, like writing an email to ask someone for something or to let someone know that you're going to be late or, you know, like all these like little things, writing just comes into play. And I think um, it's definitely important to look at and talk about. There's something that I'll always appreciate, like in a certain time in my life where I was at camp and we like actually had to write letters to our family instead of, you know, text them, call them, whatever. Of course, we'd have like, I think, three phone calls a summer um, for like seven weeks, which is just a really long time. But I really do appreciate that time because I think it actually taught me like kind of how to informally write. And I think that builds your formal writing skills, which you use in school. And I think it's sad also because a lot of kids today will never know that time. And I don't really even know that time either. But um, if that gave me any glimpse of it, I think definitely it made messages a lot more personal. And you obviously had to put a lot more into it than just a text message because you could just keep going back and forth with little, little text messages. Uh, I find it weird how like, you know, if you use a period in a text message, it like kind of sounds like you're being super formal, but that's not the way it is in like a letter. And also like in things like cards, which also I have a very unpopular opinion about cards. I was actually thinking of like doing like a great debates prompt on this, but um, I really don't like them. Like I always tell my parents, I'm like, I would rather have like a hug or like, just like, just spend time with me than like a card. Cause I just like, don't, I don't know. It's just like cards to me, they, they mean a lot. It's just like, I feel like I'll lose them. Like, I feel like they're just cards. And like, also sometimes like little kids when they like write cards, like their cousins or like whatever, like it's not deep. It's just like the signature, which like, I'm not saying it's the same for like every single relative. I'm just saying that sometimes I just feel like it's a little wasteful in terms of paper and stuff like that. But I always will like appreciate kind of like the value of a letter, if you know what I mean. And I think that's like kind of shaped my experience as like a writer. Absolutely grateful for that time in my life we're definitely gonna have to debate that card thing one day because oh my God. <laughs> i'm not agreeing with you on this one but anyway i think that kind of sums it up for the first question we're gonna move into our second big question which is how do young writers gain inspiration for their literary works by interviewing two young writers today um first we're going to start with dina um, hi. Hi. Dina is definitely an accomplished writer. She writes a lot for the school newspaper. There's literally never an email where I don't see your name on it um, and has a lot to say, I'm sure. So we're just going to get right into it. So Dina, I guess like my first question to you is like kind of how did you get into writing and how have you just kept up with your passion for it recently? So I've kind of always been to writing, you know, like the first day of kindergarten, like I kind of came home and I'm like, I love writing to my parents. And I come from like a family of writers, you know, a lot of my family members have published books and super into creative writing, but also nonfiction. And I kind of just grew up in an environment that was very like fostering to like creativity and things like that. So I always just felt very comfortable like expressing myself through that. And I remember the first writing contest I ever entered was in second grade at my school and it was a contest to meet Dan Gutman, and I won it, and I was, like, so happy, and that was, like, the first thing I was, like, wow, I, like, really like this, and I guess I kind of never really stopped writing exactly, but, you know, when I got to, like, middle school, it was kind of just, like, a thing in the background, but then when I started high school again, um, I got introduced to the Echo, obviously, 
And I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like I can just kind of write whatever you want, whatever I want. And I just found like everyone so like accepting of all these different ideas. And I like just how you can bounce off everybody. And still today, even if writing, um, even if I don't want to submit to like a competition or anything like that, like writing is just like, it's like my creative outlook, you know, some people like play sports or anything like that. And I just love writing and, you know, yeah. I think like any, you know, discovering a creative outlet so young is so meaningful and so like good in terms of just mentally I think I'm sure writing like helps you a lot mentally and um and having an outlet where you can sort of just put what's on your mind to paper is so important and so like meaningful um so speaking of that like you mentioned like you have a very um a lot of people in your family write and you know you kind of grew up in an environment where writing was prevalent Um, But besides that, like, what really inspires you as a writer? Like, where do you gain your inspiration from? So obviously, like, in addition to my family, like, not just because they're writers, but, you know, I just grew up with hearing, like, just stories from their childhood, and that kind of also inspired me. But then just other things, like, the smallest things inspire me, you know, if, like, a teacher says something to me passing in the hallway, like, I'll remember that. And I keep, like, a note stock, like, constantly running on my phone of just, like, things people say to me, so I can just, like, incorporate that later. And this is like the weirdest thing, but like, sometimes I'll like wake up in the middle of the night and like have an idea. And that's like, usually where I get most of my ideas. I keep like a stack of post-its like next to my bed and I have like a pen. So I literally just like wake up in the middle of the night and like, I have to write this. But another thing is a lot of my ideas, um, one come from the news a lot, obviously, because I write a lot of articles um, and just kind of the media uh, I intake in general. Like I write a lot about TV shows and books and stuff like that. And I'm really into international news. I've always been into sort of politics like that. So I really like reporting that. And, you know, I feel like especially these days with so much like mixed media and like bias, it's really important to kind of get your facts right, I guess. And I guess the last thing would be definitely the books I read. I love to read, um, except for school. Don't like to read for school, but you know. Um, So that's kind of inspired a lot of my articles, especially about books and just kind of learning how to like incorporate different literary elements into my work and stuff. Um, I can agree with two things you said. First of all, I've also had the opportunity to meet uh, Dan Gutman. It was like many years ago. Like you kind of like uncovered a memory that I forgot I had, but um, very nice guy. I used to read all his books when I was little. Um, and also uh, I like reading in general. I got back into reading this summer. Um, I read a book that I read a really long time ago and I'm really glad I did. And I'm trying to kind of read for fun a little bit more, especially right now with like more free time and stuff because of COVID and stuff. Um, So definitely agree with those two points you said. But also um, when we were doing the research for this episode, we discovered you won a Scholastic Awards gold key for a personal essay you wrote and also a silver key for a a journalism piece you wrote and prompts you but by the way that's amazing how did these two genres compare and do you have a preference for one another just because you know you won awards for both okay so I think kind of the reason I got so much into journalism was because I was so scared to kind of publish my personal work if that makes sense like I was just always very hesitant to let like even my parents or even like my best friends read anything I've written so the first thing that I won the gold key for was this um, personal essay about um, like kind of what Israel means to me. Um, obviously, like I'm Jewish and Israel is a big part of like my family and my upbringing and things like that. And to me, it was just more of a way to like explain my family's story. And that 
felt really good because it didn't feel like it was like a selfish thing. Not that writing is ever selfish, but it felt like I was kind of uncovering stories of my family that were never told. And that kind of really helped me write that. Um, And then for the second thing, the piece I wrote, the journalism one, was about this book called 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And basically, this was like over quarantine. And I like had nothing to do. And I heard about this book. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna read it, you know, and it looked really hard. But I remember reading the first line. And I still remember the first line, because it was so striking. It was many years later, as he faced the firing squad, Colonel Aureliano Buendia was to remember that distant afternoon when his father took him to discover ice. And I was like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? That's like so bizarre. So I just like kept reading it and I just kept post-it notes. Like it was like I was in English class and I was just like kept jotting things down and I just like finished it. And I just like was staring at the ceiling. I was like, what did I just read? So kind of after that, I did so much research about this genre that's called magical realism that kind of like emerged in Latin America during like the thirties. And I was just so interested in it. And I felt like this story just needed to be told. Like, I feel like people needed to read this. And I I think that inspires a lot of my work. It's just kind of things that I want people to know about the world. And as far as submitting to Scholastic, my cousin's done that before. And I know a lot of my friends have, and I was just always, again, anxious to do it because I'm really scared to like share my personal work like even when I was submitting to like school literary magazines and stuff I would always like grab the copies away from my mom or like literally if I saw a copy in my like teacher's room I'd like move it like I just like didn't want people to see that so I was really scared to submit first and I submitted at the beginning of the school year and I literally didn't think about it like I was just like okay whatever like you know I just like press submit whatever and I completely forgot about it. And then I got an email that said like awards were announced and it said I got the gold key. I was like, what? Like I was, I was like a hundred percent, like not expecting that at all. Like I know that like sounds like fake. Like I was probably like, oh, I'll get something. But I genuinely like was not. That's seriously so, so, so amazing. I mean, actually, I think I did like a, I had like a Spanish assessment about not that, like it was about Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Like this is so random, but I just, I recognize that title and it was like, I had to like analyze and like answer questions about like a paragraph that described the book. But like now that you're like describing it to me, it actually sounds super duper interesting. And I could see why it's like, you know, even like the first line is just just catches you off guard. It's like, what is he saying? But like, why do I want other people to know about what he's saying? I mean, I think, you know, you're so clear cut on like your purpose in your work. And I think like that's when works become and anything really just becomes flawed is when you just don't know your purpose anymore, which is like, if I didn't know for like the podcast, for example, like I always know like why I'm doing it and like that I feel good about getting a message about things that young people go through or things that young people accomplish or things that you should know about. And I think having that purpose and drive is really, really important. And I'm really glad to see that like you clearly have that and you clearly know what you're doing. I guess like our last sort of wrap up question is, do you think like, because the world has become so like online based and, you know, there's now you have like visual elements, like videos and things like that. Like, do you think that there's been like a lesser love of writing amongst like the general population? Or do you think that the value of writing has kind of like remained the same? I feel like writing is always going to be a thing for people. Like it might not be Reading might not be a huge thing anymore. You know, a lot of books are switching to uh, to um, digital and things like that. And there might not be enough audience for writing, but I feel like writing will always stay there just because it's so important to so many people. And 
even for me, like when I was younger, I used to like keep notebooks and like specifically only write in notebooks. Like I could literally only write in notebooks. And when like school switched to virtual and everything, I hated that at the beginning because I did not like typing. I didn't like any of that. But I feel like writing is an adaptive craft. And I feel like that kind of goes with everything. Like you kind of just have to adapt to the times. And, you know, especially when you're writing about journalism, you know, current events keep changing, you know, especially with like political correctness now, like the way you write always has to keep evolving. So I feel like because writing in its like core is so like malleable, I think it can like fit to any setting. So I guess, I don't know, that's a hard one. I don't know, I don't think writing's gonna disappear. I just think it's gonna change a lot. The safe to say answer for sure. Thank you so much for coming on, Tina. We appreciate everything that you had to say and wish you the best of luck. All right, so we have another special guest today who is the recipient of a very special award, which we'll get more into in this interview, but I just want to welcome uh, Varia. Uh, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm great. Hope you are, too. So I guess sort of just getting right into the first question um, and kind of like the basis of today's episode is how did you get into writing and how have you kept up with your passion for it? You know, like, what's inspired you to write in the first place? Yeah, man, I've been writing for a long time. Uh, I love telling the story that as a kid, uh, I would write like before I knew how to read and before I knew like what the letters meant, just because I thought it was so cool uh, to, you know, see the books with the letters. And I understood that, you know, you could get stories out of them. Uh, My grandparents were both, I guess, in this like literary uh, sphere. Back in Russia, they were both authors and like journalists. So they also um encouraged it a lot so I would bring them like drawings and little scribbles and be like wow it's almost a novel like you're you're two steps away from being like a published author and so besides like my family uh, a lot of my teachers as I grew up have been very supportive of it which I think is so invaluable and I'm, I'm very grateful for all of that support that I've received but yeah I just I love it and I've been trying to do it both on my spare time and then in high school I started entering like contests and stuff just to try to get my voice out there, you know, beyond just like my diary or (laughs) my, my docs on my computer or something. Well, speaking of competitions this year, you were announced as one of the winners of the New York times personal narrative essay contest for your piece pants on fire. Could you tell us a little bit more about what your essay was about and kind of what inspired you to write the piece? Yeah, sure. So pretty much it was just a story about playing pretend and I wanted it to be like relatable but also unique so what it is is really it just traces me as a fourth grader and I used to have this habit where I would lie a lot and I was pretty good at it and it actually took up the majority of my elementary school life I really don't think that I went a year without having some significant lie, whether it was like a sister or a trip I went on or some place that I lived, I always thought that it would make me more of an interesting person. And, you know, I'd get some friends out of it. And eventually I grew out of the habit because I realized that there's no need to sort of put up this facade just to gain friends or some sort of attention. And I tried to show that message through this story that I wrote. Um, And hopefully people found it not only relatable, but entertaining. I think like choosing something like talking about lying is so bold in a sense because it's like people get embarrassed when people call them out on their lies but your story in itself is pretty much just calling yourself out on the fact that you 
lied a lot. And I feel like that's so vulnerable yet, like you said, super relatable. And that makes it like unique in a sense. But I think like overall, the piece is super interesting. We'll definitely link it. And, you know, like interesting to see, like, I mean, you just overall, you use like a lot of like literary devices that just make it really, really good. So glad you uh, brought that up because I was nervous. I remember when I wrote it and then I submitted it, I was like, oh God, like if people actually read this one day, like they'll know what I was up to. But I think that's actually what makes uh, a piece of writing more valuable, you know, if you are a little bit vulnerable because everyone, I think when they see that and they read it, they, they can sense that it's genuine. And a lot of people, if they struggle, for example, with being more open, hopefully like that can help. I mean, that was sort of a little bit of the point too. You know, I wanted to gain confidence being who I am. That's sort of like also what the story reflects. So I thought it was- Definitely like, I'm sure that helped like the people that were reading it totally remember you because it's like, this is such a like interesting, bold, unique idea, but it totally, totally makes sense. And it has like a bigger meaning, which is- something I really, really liked about it. Thank you. Yeah. And it was very anecdotal too. Like, you know, I think like something that we like seek to do in this podcast a lot is just tell like little stories, especially stories that other people have to tell, which is why we do interviews. And we're trying to do more interviews more often, just because I think like, you know, bringing kind of like youth stories, like to a bigger, broader sphere of things is more important. Definitely, Um, yeah. Absolutely. And just speaking of young people, I just wanted to ask, do you think young people aren't recognized enough for like their written pieces specifically? That's a good question. I mean, I think given that I am young, you know, I I can speak for my friends. I think a lot of them are, I have friends who basically they enjoy to write and they do so all the time just by themselves. I don't know what sort of like a claim you want to, I guess, talk about specifically. I do think that there's so much to discover about youth writers in general, because I think a lot of people might say that, you know, as you grow up, you gain more life experience and you literally just have more to write about. So you always see authors becoming, I don't want to say famous, but, you know, they have more work to actually produce and to distribute to the world when they're older and they actually have things to write about. So, and that's the downside of being like young because you have to really think about the things that you want to say and you have less of them. But I remember once I, I, I spoke with a poet and she said how what's so special about the youth and uh, their own writing voices is that they can offer novelty and like a fresh take on this environment that they're growing up in, which is super important because we do drive the future in a sense, we speaking for the youth. So if we can put that on paper and have other people read and understand that, that's that's very crucial, I think. Definitely. And I like overall just in your piece in general, like just the sense of like innocence and a little bit something that's just more like lighthearted. And I feel like, you know, young people sort of have that. I feel like there's some bliss in like being naive and, you know, going through these experiences and, you know, older, more serious, stressed out, I guess, people like looking at it from a different lens, I feel it could be really interesting. And I think that's why it's so important that like young people just, you know, tell the stories that they have to tell. Like they're not, they don't, the value of their stories isn't tarnished just because they're young. Like there's still a lot that you can see through like a young person describing something. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, all writing is like a conversation. So kind of as like a follow-up to like whether young people are being, um, recognize enough for like their pieces and their works like do you think that in terms of like young people being so 
digitally like based and just the world in general, like being so mobilized, I guess, like, do you think that the value of writing has like decreased or is there like a lesser love for it amongst like the general population? I'd argue that there's more love, definitely. I think I read an article about this recently. Um, there's so many like apps and websites where even just like, you know, like online blogs where you don't even have to have readers, but you can just have this space to uh, lay out your thoughts. I think it's great. That means other people can uh, get their hands on the craft, you know, and see if they like it. Because as much as like, I think it's important for other people to read what you write, you know, sort of like the point, um, it's, it's just something that people can do for themselves just to express themselves, um, let out some emotions that they have bottled up and they don't have another place to put them, I suppose. So in that sense, I think it's the whole, um, you called it like digitized, right? Like this world of technology that we live in, it's it's helped uh, spread this idea of writing is really for everybody. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's right to place labels like, oh, like she's like talented or like he's like really good at, at something that all human beings like naturally tend to do. You know, we all want to talk and express things. So we all should have the opportunity to. I really couldn't have said it better. I think writing, a lot of people don't realize enough how much they actually do like it. Um, I was talking about earlier on the podcast because me and Izzy were just talking, um, her and I. And uh, I think like, you know, even like reading things like, you know, on Daily Mail where I'll just read like one of like the journalism articles that I know are like half like not true and just like (laughs) made up in hyperbole. Um, I I just think it's fun because... uh, like you said, it's just something like I get to do for myself. Or even when like, I'll just randomly write like, I don't know, like a five, like a five line poem in my notes app on my phone. Like, you <laughs> oh know. my God, yes, the notes app. <laughs> so, exactly, the notes app. That's kind of like the format I feel like Gen Z has embraced, um, especially for like apologies. Yes, um, like, I was just about to say. Ripped it out apology. I feel like that's so common like people when people are like no I don't write like you do in that notes app when you're scripting out that text to your friend or whatever oh my god definitely yeah (laughs) it's really funny but yeah that's definitely I definitely see like even though maybe we're not physically writing with pen and paper like there's still um a lot of power in like the voice of writing because of how much information you could spread through the internet and like how many yeah. people could actually hear you. So definitely. definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you for like having a, me. You're very, very well spoken. Thank and you. Like I was saying earlier um, to our first interview, you know, I feel like all writers are relatively well spoken. <laughs> so definitely prove that right now. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I think it's very important to just hear kind of up and coming writers, even if they're not trying to make a career out of it or whatever, just because, you know, youth opinions are just as important as anyone else's. So mm-hmm. um, thank you so much. Thank you. So I think that's all we have for you guys today. It was definitely really interesting just getting to hear from two people that, first of all, we haven't really met them before. So just like kind of going into it without knowing a ton about them, except the fact that they are writers, I think is just important in terms of just like actually, you know, people building skills and also just hearing from, you know, not not that it's random voices, but just people that like, obviously they're, they're youth, you know, they're, they're really representative of just a random sample of the youth that have passions that aren't really super conventional, I feel like. I know writing is kind of a universal thing, especially in like a very modern culture that we have today. But for someone who 
it's kind of like their passion project, just as you know, for for me and Izzy, this podcast is and some of the other things that we enjoy. Um, I think it's just really interesting to kind of hear about their process and stuff like that. And I hope that um, whoever's listening enjoyed that as well. Definitely. And I think like, you know, like maybe when you clicked on this episode, you were like, I don't know, writing? Like, that's so random and so bizarre. Like, what are they going to say? But I genuinely think that the two people we interviewed today were a perfect example of why writing is really important to people and, like, the fact that you could actually do a lot with it. And I think um, kind of as Varya was saying at the end of her interview, you know, there's this really... I think there's such a power in the fact that anyone could really be the press or anyone could really tell their own story now because of things like social media and, you know, blogs and things like that. And, and I think that's so valuable. And I think, you know, for Max and I, it's a podcast, like actually physically using our voice as opposed to pen and paper. And I think um, just having that ability to sort of express yourself, express what it is that you're interested in, express something really random about, a book or something is really, really powerful. Yeah. So like I thoroughly, really, really enjoyed this episode. If you have any specific feedback for the podcast or want to come on the show for an interview, check out the link tree in the description. Also, we just came on TikTok. Um, and I think we might do a giveaway soon related to that. So make sure to check us out. Uh, it's the same as Instagram at the truth of youth. Um, and we're really trying to build up our following on there. And we have some cool stuff on there right now. So make sure you check that out. And also, if you want to give us a five star rating and a review on the Apple Podcasts app, uh, please do so so that we can make the truth of youth even better for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you soon. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.